Hello, folks. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And we're uh, judging nerd culture. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, indeed. We're here to talk about something that was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Uh, apparently, most people did. It was a pretty, uh, pretty fun little phenomenon for mm-hmm. about a week or so there. I know that when it was um, first announced, uh, a lot of people... <laughs> we're unsure about how it looked. the The pictures didn't look very good. Yeah, let's be fair. the <laughs> The costume tests uh, <laughs> were a little rough. <laughs> I personally was a believer. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked freaking identical. They were the same person. <laughs> I was convinced immediately. And if you're wondering what we're talking about. You probably read the title, so you know. Yes. Uh, would you like to tell them what we're talking about today? Uh, yes, we're talking about uh, the Netflix's adaptation of The Witcher. The Witcher. With mm-hmm. Henry Cavall. That's not Cavill? Cavill? <laughs> Cavill? Cavall. I used to think there was an E at the end. I don't know why. Uh, I, I rarely know the name of any celebrity, so... <laughs> you could have told me anything regarding what his name actually is, and I believe you. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about... The whole Witcher uh, Netflix adaptation, which I do not know a whole lot about The Witcher, to be quite fair. Mm-hmm. I played game number two. Yes. And started game number three. Didn't play it for a very long time. Tried to go back to it and I was like, oh, your save doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And uh, eh. Yeah. And <laughs> neither of us have ever read the books that it's adapted from. Not. So Ooh. if you're here, <laughs> if you're a hardcore fan and... <laughs> You're getting real angry at us because we don't know what we're talking about. You've, you're not in the right place. You're not. This is not the, the folks you're looking for. If you're looking for long time Witcher fans, we are barely fans. We just like this show. Yes. Um, I think. I think if it you know continues, I'll be. A, oops, sorry. Um, I'll be a fan. I think now that I know that it's a, it was adapted from a book. I'd be willing to go read it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't because I'm not super big reader. But if you read the books to me, I'll happily listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have some notes, not a lot. Some notes on my computer. Um, just quick little blurbs of like things maybe we'd want to mention, or things we, I don't know, might think of that are interesting to people. Um, so. One of the things <clears throat> that I understood from this whole thing was that Geralt of Rivia was a witcher, and witchers are known to have no emotions, or at least they're very heavily rumored to not have any emotions. Um, they have two emotions, horny and angry. Yes, <laughs> but those are emotions, and people are saying that he doesn't have any, mm-hmm. but he... He's angry all the time. That's an all emotion. He's annoyed all the time. That's an emotion. <laughs> He's uh, in love with someone, which is an emotion. Yeah. And uh, and he gets sad once in a while, which is an emotion. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, we haven't even got into, like, the whole this is what happened in the show thing. But the scene where he's just talking to his horse made me really sad. <laughs> I was like, oh, Geralt, you lonely fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit 
of a disconnect with the things they say. And it's like, ah, Geralt the Emotionless, the Witchers, they don't feel. They just want money. And it's like, <coughs> Geralt is just a pouty boy. Yeah, the, the, he, <laughs> he's human too. Like, maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe it's supposed to be everybody thinks one thing about him. Um, but in reality, like, even though he's tough and, like, doesn't show a lot of emotions, he's soft on the inside. No, So, a lot of shows do that, where they have this whole, uh, a number of times I've seen the, the, the idea of someone is devoid of emotion because of this, that, or the other thing, and the people are negative towards these people for, for that reason. But then, oh no, they actually do have emotions, and all of this negativity is making them sad, and this and that. And that's fine. Like, that's a thing that it happens in media sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the, the Witcher did a bad job of that by any means. But that trope in general, fucking tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody loves a tough boy, though, I guess. Yeah. Like, if it was just everyone's mean to the Witcher, so he's like, puts on like a tough face, I'd be okay with that. I think that's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> but, but which but Geralt is not supposed to be cute. That's true. That's, he's supposed to be a tough man. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, just the, <laughs> the idea of like, ah, eventually find out that the reason the rumors of which the Witcher being emotionless started is because they're just upset that people are mean to them, so they try to hide their emotions, mm-hmm. and that's it. They're just, <laughs> they're, just, they're just trying to not cry. That's why they seem emotionless. Oh, jeez. Well, one of the things that you brought up actually uh, while we were watching the show or while you were telling me what was happening um because you watched the first episode before I did um but was he goes to this town where even though he has white hair and like yellowy eyes he is the most attractive he is the most handsome man there <laughs> yes. but yeah everybody's like oh he's ugly he's oh god look at him uh, oh he's a witcher yeah i was like oh you are a mutant it's like his mutation is being fucking handsome. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else are just, they're just, you know. Average folks. Average peasant folk, you know. <laughs> they're dirty. They're, they got grime on them from working all day in the farm. I don't know. <laughs> they're, you know, they're what you imagine a peasant person who works outside in the mud in the poop looks like and what does Garrett look like a smoke show it's fucking ridiculous that there's like oh you're gross mutants <laughs> he is played by superman though i i know but still like that's his that's the whole thing it's like ah he was mutated to become extra buff and extra strong and like has these white hair and yellow eyes and like oh no and i'm like everything you just said is super cool yeah <laughs> everything about that makes him <laughs> oh better. no i'm handsome <laughs> <laughs> so immediately just a massive like what the hell are you people talking about <laughs> yeah uh also uh if anyone hasn't seen the show obviously there's massive spoilers all over this because that's just the way we talk about stuff but also on top of that this has no real like direct connection to the games yet mm-hmm. the games are farther down the line this is more of a prequel to those games which i believe is an adaptation of the books, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure they'll get there eventually. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe yeah. they'll just get right to the to the end of it. Uh, It'll be like, season finale! Or series finale. Series finale, the game starts. Go yeah. play the game. Yeah, go play the game. <laughs> uh, I saw on the news, actually, that just recently, mm-hmm. uh, 
in the United States, they started printing another like half a million copies of The Witcher books. People were like, oh man, <laughs> Henry man, <laughs> we gotta read this book. Time to get on it. I mean, uh, that's too I mean, that's I feel like The Witcher game was pretty well known, mm-hmm. um, but nobody seemed to know that it was based off of a book. So yeah. now that they know, more people are going to be mm-hmm. looking for it. I feel like it. people who played like the first game knew it was a book. Mm-hmm. People like me who started off in the second game just because I tried to get the first one, didn't work on my computer. Mm. <laughs> played the second one and I just played through it had no freaking idea what was going on No, no I was just trying to play a game <laughs> mm-hmm. so like for the people who are fans I feel like they, they have known but people who like played a little bit here just tried to be casual about it maybe people who just got in on number 3 because it was the whole open world thing maybe ma- many of them had no freaking idea what was going on like who yeah. any of, the, <laughs> of this book's nonsense was but uh but yeah yeah I um this isn't a review of the game, but I did see you play the game little 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 pieces. Um and what I saw, it looked fun. Like it looked visually pretty cool. I uh, like the creatures and everything, but it seemed clunky. Okay, this is this might be my own doing. I was playing on my computer at the time and it wasn't the best. So like it might have been that my computer wasn't able to run it up to snuff. Maybe. And also, uh, I ha- I was having a hard time playing it <laughs> for many very reason- various reasons. So I uh, downloaded a bunch of mods, which might have also made it clunkier. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, the carry capacities are stupid. Fuck them. I don't play with that shit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, anyway, is there anything... Uh... You want to say about The Witcher? Um, I have notes. If you want to look, I'm I'm down for just uh, giving a quick reminder of like what actually is the point of the show, like what's the driving force. Go for it. And uh, the the whole premise of the show is just something bad happened in place A. (laughs) You don't remember the name, do you? God, no, not even close. (laughs) Lion Lion Kingdom. Lion Kingdom. They call her the Lioness. Yes. I want to um, make fun of you for not remembering it, but... But you don't remember it either. Yeah. I remember their names. Like, I remember the <laughs> the names of the queen and everything. I do not remember the name of the place. Um, oh, my God. What is in the little place? So, after some extensive research, we determined we don't know... Yes. The name of any of these places. <laughs> yes. Um, so. We cannot find it. <laughs> and we cannot find it online or within ourselves. So, we've, we've searched deep in our hearts and it is not there. <laughs> it is not there. Uh, um, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, the kingdom with the lioness and Siri. That's kingdom A. <laughs> the evil kingdom that attacks and it's kingdom B. Okay. So I'm going to guess that kingdom A... So we know she's Sintrin. So is it Sintria? Sintria. Sintra. 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 Sintra, I think maybe. And then the other place. It's like Nifgard or something? Yeah, it's not like. I think it might be Niflgard. Niflgard? Nifgard. I don't know. It's, it's something sounds. It sounds very Nordic, but it's not. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. So uh, we start off the story with Sintra. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just a happy day, you know, whatever. Niflgard attacks. Yes. 
Sintri, uh, Sintra. <laughs> anyway, they get attacked. <laughs> they get attacked. They get, everything goes to the crap. And uh, Siri mm-hmm. has to uh, abscond. She's got to get the hell out of Dodge because they're looking for her because she was the, the moon baby or whatever. And the majority of the story it revolves around the idea that Geralt needs to find her. And that she needs to find Geralt. And then also, there happens to be a witch fucking shit up somewhere else. Yes. Um, uh, Yennefer. Yennefer. So Yennefer is the witch. Her story and Geralt, the only reason they combine is because they bone. And yeah, like that's, <laughs> that's literally it. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, Yennefer would just be like... It's a cool story. I I enjoyed her story, but in the grand scheme of things, so far in the series, <laughs> there's really no point in getting to know her other than she's Geralt's girlfriend. Yeah, like her her whole story is about like political intrigue and trying to keep a like control over the world as one of the mm-hmm. the various witches of the land and making sure that Nif- Nifilgar doesn't attack Sintra because this and that reason and then so on and so forth so like her story is just outside of like everything that else is going on and you i'm sorry hello this is the alert system with beef and mastercard account services with important changes to your sorry about that i just got a phone call (laughs) right in the middle of our recording so uh what i believe i was saying (laughs) was that her story revolves around what's going on it looks at what's going on, but she has no idea. She has no connection to what's actually happening until she happens to meet Geralt. Mm-hmm. And she just happens to meet him when she's like, I don't know, taking a sabbatical from from that whole yeah. political side of stuff. Because she at one point decides, I need to get my uterus back. Because I look beautiful now, but I also want a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is fine. But like, she signed a waiver saying, yeah, take it out. Give me my good looks. And then I was like, mm, maybe this was a mistake. Yeah. And again, nothing against wanting to have a child or wanting to look beautiful or both. That's fine. But she did, then her her story arc is like, ah, they took this from me. He's like, you like shook his hand and agreed to it. Yeah. You told him, hurry up and do it. Don't <laughs> let me think twice. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> every time she gets upset at Geralt for saying, yo, who cares? It's like. Yeah, he's being a little insensitive, but at the same time, you chose this. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> this is your fault. This is your doing. You can't be angry. Yeah. Also, just adopt. Be a super magical wiz- wizard, witch lady, and adopt a baby. Like, I understand her wanting to have control of her body and wanting, even if she didn't have a kid, just wanting to be able to have that choice. Mm-hmm. But she did have that choice. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the thing. Like I'm, just, I actually really like the idea of her story being one of trying to gain control of one, like to gain autonomy, especially in the political life climate that we actually exist in. That's a cool story. But that story was she decided to say, "Yeah, fuck that shit. I need this because this gives me power, which gives me control over even more than just that." Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. That's a cool story. I'm not super big. I'm not super big fan of it going back to just well. I need to have my uterus back to feel whole. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. Yeah, like, like I still liked her. I still think Jennifer, 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 Jennifer. <laughs> I still think she's really cool, and I love yeah. her. Her whole 
man, I don't even want to be here right now. Why don't I just kill everyone and leave? Sort of attitude. Mm -hmm. You know, just now as you were saying that, it also kind of gives off the vibe of like saying a woman isn't whole without her ability to give birth. Yeah. And that's not cool. Not cool. I still, like I said, I still think she's a cool character and I still think her at least going out of her way to gain control of everything around her is a story that I would like to see be told because we've seen that with many characters, just them trying to fix everything and make sure no, no one fails and no one has a negative whatever happened to them. And it's usually an anime because anime is nonsense, <laughs> which I do love, <laughs> but it's usually male protagonist characters that, are, that have that story arc. So it's interesting to see her, it be around her. But the fact that it revolves around her uterus makes me a little sort of like, meh. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, the, the rest of the story is just eventually she meets up with Geralt and then the two of them find Siri together. And that's where the, the series ends. The three of them eventually do meet each other. Lo and behold, the, yeah. pu- the purpose of the story ends up happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's one of the things that was really confusing during our time watching The Witcher was Whoa. the <laughs> time lapses. Like, there was a future, present, past, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, because the story starts off with Yennefer... Well, it starts off with Ciri's story, but that's the farthest down in the Yeah, in the that's stuff. in the past. Or, it's in the future. That's the pre- let's call series story the present. Okay. Geralt's story is just slightly in the past, mm-hmm. and then Yennefer's story starts far, way farther in the past than that. And then the three of them continue on together during the during the show until eventually Yennefer catches up yeah. with Geralt. They like and then- <laughs> slowly start like one storyline goes a little bit slower than the other, and they eventually collide. <laughs> exactly. And on I don't know on paper that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Watching it was just. nonsense like we didn't we didn't figure out exactly the which one was past present future until like almost more than halfway through the series yeah it wasn't until uh Geralt hangs out with that hedgehog guy and it's like oh this is okay that was yeah she hasn't even been born yet (laughs) (laughs) exactly it took a while for us to put that together and I I don't think that was necessary. Yeah. <laughs> that weird time thing. Yeah. But it it was, you know, uh, a good effort. Yes. An interesting it, idea. It, an interesting way to tell the story. Uh, but yeah, that is, that's the story. It's these three characters meeting each other, trying to find each other, trying to deal with uh, the clusterfuck of uh, government and, and social structure that exists. Yes. And that's, that's the Witcher for you. Hmm. <laughs> um. So we sort of peppered this little talk with like some interesting moments, some uh, things we didn't like, some stuff we did like. But what is the highlight of this show for you? Hmm. Or would you rather start with like the bottom of the barrel and then go for the highlight? Maybe the bottom because I, I'm not sure yet what the highlight would be. Okay, well then let me start that over. What would you say is the worst aspect of this show? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe the time shenanigans. Yeah, um, the, the it does leave a sort of a uncomfortable narration. Yes. Um. Other than that, why don't you let me think about it for a minute and you you give us yours because I'm still unsure. Okay. For me, I think the the least good because I don't think it was bad. 
It's just the least good. Mm-hmm. Part of this uh, whole show was Jennifer's storyline because, not because it was bad, but because it had potential to have a more present day narrative that was more relevant to the people now and that was more about actually gaining autonomy rather than focusing on a woman's worth being her ability to bear children or whatever. And I know that in the end, it's going to be that she chooses to treat Siri like a daughter and she's not going to worry about needing that that power for her worth. But that still just makes it about, about motherhood and about this other stuff, which is fine. Motherhood is cool. But it, it just seemed like her storyline could still lead to that, could still lead to all this stuff. But it could be about her being unwilling to relent her desires for anything it's like i want to help make the world this i want to push the world towards this i want to do this and that and then along the way encountering these people that either get in the way or that maybe alter her worldview and that doesn't mean that she stops it just means she goes and adjusts and continues forward that would be the story that i would love to see for jennifer one that's 100 percent about her yennefer <laughs> one that's 100 percent about her uh pushing back against anything around her and maintaining her autonomy. Mm-hmm. So th- that's that's where I'm laying it out. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I... I think my least favorite part was the... how it was set up, the, the time frames, whatever you want to say. Um, I don't think I have a lot of negative things to say about the show. Um, I think Geralt... I, I would have liked to know more about him, like, his past, but I feel like maybe we'll get to that. Um, hopefully, we'll get to that. Hopefully. There was a flashback, but, and then maybe he met his real mom? Oh, yeah, that was a thing, when he, like, <laughs> was dying and maybe met his mom or his spirit mother, who was, like, a witch, also. Yeah, like, that was very confusing, and was it a fever dream? Did he actually meet her? <laughs> who knows? Um, but I think just sometimes it tries to be maybe mysterious or, like, creative, but it just comes off as maybe a little confusing. Yeah. It tries to have that air of, like, of, like, uh, mystery. Like, you have to figure this out and you understand, you have to try and figure out the nuance and try to piece together Mm -hmm. the mystery at hand. But in the end, it's just like, all right, I'll try to piece together the mystery, but was that in his head? Is this even happening right now? I can't make up a like a theory if all these things are just fake, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they are or not because this narrative flow is not <laughs> reliable. Yes, and I agree with you. That's that's that was not great. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think my favorite parts were. Hmm, I really liked the <clears throat> character interactions. Like I liked um, whenever Yaskier and. Geralt were together. That was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Um, I really liked Siri and the elf boy or rat boy. Um, I really liked all of it. Um, the creatures were really cool. Um, they really brought the, the creatures to, to life. Yeah. I don't want to seem like, oh, boring because I don't have any real opinions on The Witcher, but like, it was as good. I <laughs> didn't have a lot of negative things to say. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean that's fine. I mean, you don't you don't need to have negative opinions about a thing to be cool. You don't have to be that person. <laughs> uh, but no, I agree with you. Like in general, 
like the the thing with the the Yennefer thing that her storyline like that's a thing that we just talked about now and in hindsight I realized why I didn't like it as much so like with some deliberation you might find things here and there but in general it was a very good show it yeah. was a good story uh and the character directors like you were saying were pretty phenomenal um I did like uh what's his name in the show yes yes yeah. Yeah, scary. Then the line was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just think it was fun. He, he was also pretty fun in the show or in the video game or whatever. Uh, regardless of what medium he's in, he's a piece of shit, but I like him. Dandelion? Yeah. He's a womanizing asshole. Well, he's a bard. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun. And also, that's a catchy fucking tone. Yeah. That's... It's it's good, um, and then we found that um, remix. Yeah, of um, the guy playing, um, throw or toss a coin, coin to your Witcher. Witcher in like a heavy metal thing. Um, we posted it on our Instagram story if you um, remember. Otherwise, you missed it. But <laughs> it was probably, super cool. I'll, I'll post a link to his thing over down in the in the description. It's a it's a cool video. You should give it a watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I'd say this is a solid, like, 8 out of 10 show. Yeah, it's good. I think I would agree. Cool. Um, is there anything else we need to say or do? Anything else you want to say or do? Um, so, I don't know, Witcher, even though it's, like, a fantasy land, it does, like, with Yennefer and the elves and stuff, deal with some modern problems that we've you know been dealing with for forever uh <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I i'm gonna be honest i didn't really i always glossed over it when i was watching the show but uh think about it just now the the whole ah the elves were here and then they taught the humans how to use magic and then immediately they got rid of them got rid of them all so it's like oh that's a native american stole thing stole their land got it okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hadn't even really thought yeah, about and it and then and then the humans were like, the elves Ugh. were so kind to us to give us this plot of land. And then Geralt runs into the elves, and the elves are like, uh, hello, no. <laughs> we were pushed out of our land, and now we live in this crappy mountain that doesn't grow any food. We want our land back, but humans suck. <laughs> humans do suck. <laughs> uh, so yeah, humans. Yeah. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> Always and forever. Uh so do you think this show has like like obviously we were you we were you were just saying there's a lot of things that despite its fantasy dressings are just things we see in our in our history sort of retold in a in a more <laughs> novel fantasy setting. Uh do you think it's the way it dresses it makes it maybe culturally re- relevant still or is it stuff that's like I don't know, less critical to what's going on in our world right now? Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how important is it? Is this show, you think? Well, I don't think people are going to watch it because they're like, oh, this has cultural relevance. But if you do watch it and, like, you want to talk about it, I feel like a lot of those things will come up with, um, like, body rights and um, racism and... <laughs> uh, War crimes? There's a lot of war crimes. When you get rid of a whole race. 
Oh, genocide. Genocide. Yeah, <laughs> like genocide, like trying to... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laughing at genocide. <laughs> trying to, you know, take a whole culture and throw it away because you think, oh, I've used it all up. I don't need anything from you anymore. Like, go die. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think people could watch this and then take some impo- certain important... Uh, subjects from it and then use those in discussions and find very good examples from the show but i don't think it's like oh uh i need something that's culturally relevant i know the witcher (laughs) like you're not gonna go directly towards the witcher unless you really love the witcher and then you're gonna go there (laughs) i suppose uh i think it's interesting though that like it has a very escapist mask or just like this is just some fantasy violence. Here's just some good old-fashioned magic and boobs. Mm-hmm. And it is that. Yeah. <laughs> it really just is a lot of that. But like as we were talking, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a metaphor for this. That's an analogy to this. That's this and this and this. And if someone really wants to break it down and look at it as not an escapist work of fiction, they can see it as more of a, uh, I don't know, an analog to our history as people and the things that we that humanity has done and then things that they have focused on uh just sort of happening as characters are passing through the daily lives the ostracization of different people the uh autonomy of the woman and all this other stuff and it's it's interesting because it is such a people aren't going to be talking about that really like why would they there's boobs and magic why would they talk about about genocide (laughs) yeah but that sort of thing is always used not not genocide but um whenever somebody when an author or some sort of creator sits down to create something they pull from you know what they know and what they've experienced and what um they've heard about and what they've seen so a lot of you know real life stuff will just get kind of i don't know thrown into whatever they're creating but like It'll be just parallel to what's happening in real life. Yeah, um, that's true. I just think it's I think it's interesting that uh, at least with The Witcher, the 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 whole plot, the whole purpose of everything that's happening, is because of the stuff that is sort of in the background. Mm-hmm. If the humans hadn't uh, taken the land from the elves and treated them the way they had, this series of events wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. If that analog wasn't one to one then the this show wouldn't have a leg to stand on because it wouldn't exist this story wouldn't have to be there it would be something new and that's interesting that it is actually more linked to this analog than other stories it's just like ah and here's the backlog history of this <laughs> of our <laughs> of our world of our fantasy setting so I, i'm i'm going to give the show a, a little bit more praise for that because I didn't actually think about how well it actually did integrate that. Because it did a pretty decent job. Better than I had uh, initially noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so let's get off the heavy stuff for just a brief little bit. And finish off with a little something kind of light. Yeah, go for it. Uh, did we... I don't even know if we already talked about favorite character. Favorite character. My favorite character is Dandelion. Of course. <laughs> Dandelion's the bull. I really like Yaskier. I, I I really love Yennefer too, 
Um, but I don't know if she's my favorite. Like, oh, why did I do that? So, I like Yaskier because he's funny and he is always there. Um, he's very persistent. He's very, like, I don't know, very stuck to Geralt. Um, even though they hardly know each other. Um, he's always singing, which I really appreciate. <laughs> um, he's also a great PR guy. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> he's just really great. Um, he's such a good friend and, I don't know, I just, there's something about him that's like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, uh, Dandelion, or Jaskier is ride or die, mm-hmm. and you gotta respect that. Yeah. Um, and Yennefer is cool. I liked her story. I liked that she, you know, from nothing to, you know, now she's got everything, whatever. Um, I was just working her way to it. <laughs> but, she, I don't know, she was just, she's a very good actress, and, um, I don't know, she just, she worked really hard to get to where she is, even though, like, now maybe her story's a little, like, Meh. Um, she still worked really hard to get to where she is, and I don't know. She's just kind of fun, and also I like witches. Yeah, witches are always cool. <laughs> <laughs> Unanimously, always cool. Yes. Um, I agree. Both of those characters are great, but the Law of Surprise is my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The Law of Surprise is my favorite character because the other person is the damn porcupine man. Well, visually, I love him. Oh, he, the porcupine man is awesome. I don't know his name. So yeah, I forget his name. Um, but he's. Really dope, that hedgehog man. Hedgehog man is the coolest. But my and we're favorite... not talking about Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about him, though, is like they, they sort of make some throwaway lines about it regarding like uh, he can be man at midnight or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, something they talk about the eclipse happening some time ago and uh, blah 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 blah. And I looked into it a little bit because I was a little confused <clears throat> about a number of things. And it turns out that during the eclipse, he was able to become fully human and not have his whole porcupine self out, which is when he met the princess and they canoodled and then they had Siri and that's that's a whole thing. But the thing that was great about him was that previously he had saved the king of that area, of that zone, Sintra, and declared the law of surprise for his reward. And then when he showed back up, the law of surprise that he claimed was the goddamn princess. Mm-hmm. Like, what a fucking boss. What <laughs> nonsense bullshit is this? Uh, I'm, I want to be king now. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's that's what I declare as my reward. <laughs> like, that's so fucking wild. Was, uh, this is my favorite part of the show. That was my favorite character. That was my favorite thing about it. It was just everything regarding the law of surprise. And then moments later, Gerald's like, ah, I saved your life. I'll do the same. I'll surprise right back at you. This is fun stuff. Baby's born. Fuck me. <laughs> it's so good. He didn't it's... want that baby. No one wants the baby. No one wants that whole shtick going down. But it happens. And that was awesome. I don't know. That That's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> I think it's incredibly humorous and uh, critical to the entire plot. Yes. <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah. That's me. All right. What's your uh, least favorite character? Least favorite character? Yeah. Uh, Mine is the queen. Yeah, she was she just sucks. unpleasant. She just kind of sucks. Like, she seems really cool at first, and then she's just like... Yeah, she seems like a really cool warrior queen. And then she just keeps getting worse, worse and worse. <laughs> she starts off so high and so low. Yeah. Um, a personal... Uh, character that I just hated 
was the sorcerer you meet at the very beginning. Who's like, ah, I'm hunting down Eclipse baby girls. Why? Because they're powerful. And I am scared of women, I guess. I don't know. He was lame. He shows up, like, in four or five different scenes. And every time he's there, he's a nuisance. Yeah. And, like, I get it. You have to have characters that suck for your good guys to fight against. But he was also just... Ugh. <laughs> he's just so boring. He's just a politician ass sorcerer dude. Yeah. Not much to him. Yeah. Maybe there's more to him. Maybe there's more in the next series of things going on. And I imagine there will be, because he's still around, and Siri is still an Eclipse baby. So I imagine he might be involved in some stuff. Yeah. But we'll see. I haven't read the books, so <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before um, we... Adios? Yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill looks exactly like Geralt. <laughs> they are one for one identical. He does look a lot better than I thought he would. I before watching The Witcher, I'd only seen uh you play little bits of it. So I didn't really know what he looked like except for real ugly. And <laughs> <laughs> and then um the article came out or whatever that oh their Netflix is making a Witcher series. Here's a sneak peek at, you know, what Henry's going to look like and it didn't look great. Um, not the worst, but also not great. Um, you just wouldn't think Henry Cavill with long white hair would look good. But then in the show, I don't know, he just pulls it off. It looks a lot better. Maybe it's the acting. Maybe it's his environment. It just He looks a lot better. Yeah. Maybe they just touched up the wig a little. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Maybe the promotional images didn't look great, but I, I thought it was spot on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's everything I've got. Yeah, that's everything I've got. All right. Well, uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. We love you. Bye.